Yo, good morning, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome in to Talking in Cars with DJs. Happy Arc Fall as we open the March Arc Legacy Part 1. And as many players have actually accurately predicted, Bubba Joe, here we are with a uh, television coinciding promotional arc for Picard Season 3. We see two new officers this month. We see Admiral Picard and we see... Uh, rare Beverly Crusher from the season three uh, episodes of Picard currently streaming on Paramount Plus. Good morning to you one and all. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your friendly feline of nine, your friendly neighborhood cat Borg here to talk to you about Legacy Part One and what it brings. Welcoming uh, my guest on stage this morning from Germany, uh, operating on about as much sleep as I have had. Good morning, your heroic criminal Tashcan. Ripper, good morning. How are you, buddy? Um, the honest answer is uh, not particularly well, but you know, that's okay. Is it is it just because you went to a rave last night and you are uh, dragging this morning, you young buck? No, that is not the oh. reason why, but oh. you know, that's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, I uh, appreciate you being with us nonetheless. Also joining us quite early today, and unusually so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the yin to my yang, Bubba Joe, is here with us this morning. Good morning to you, sir. How are you? Yes, he is also yes. joining. Yes, he's wonderful. This I I was <laughs> picking up my breakfast, so uh, what, what try not to have two conversations at once. <laughs> yes, I, I, I need an order of hash browns and a black coffee, a large black coffee, please. And a bacon uh, and part of my breakfast. Uh, what, what are you having for breakfast? Oh, I have a uh, uh, a meat lovers breakfast burrito from Jack in the Box. Oh, okay. See, he he strikes me as like oatmeal with a whole grain bagel uh, with you know fat free cream cheese. That's what it sounds like. Well, I prefer oatmeal, but when I wake up this late and I'm running behind getting to work, I can't wait. To, can't wait the time that it takes to cook the oatmeal on the stove because really, that's the only way to cook the oatmeal. No, gosh darn it, Bubba Joe! You do oatmeal in the microwave and the microwave. Oatmeal in the microwave in the microwave because it's DJ. It takes... DJ, no, no. Here's, here's what you're gonna do: you take the microwave and you throw it out the window. <laughs> person thing Bubba. oh my god it's an old person thing i like oatmeal peach peaches and cream baby yes oh that's that's an old person thing okay well listen let's let's move on to other old people things let's move on to old man picard admiral picard is here and this is the start of a multi-month arc in legacy part one bubba joe interesting um in in contrast to the video that we posted this morning uh, which I, I haven't actually, it, it's published, but I haven't shared it out everywhere yet. I probably need to do that uh, better later on. I, I'm moving slow this morning. But we did post a video referring to uh, Admiral Picard's uh, officer, captain ability, et cetera, et cetera, being primarily a PDP officer. Now, the patch notes indicate that he has to be on an explorer. That was not presented to us, Ripper, when we were actually speaking with the development team prior to the ARC launch. So I, I have already posed that question, and we are looking forward this morning to the return of President Echo to the stage of Talking in Cars with DJs, where that is the first question that I have given him. 
and we will find out what exactly is going on with Admiral Picard. Bubba Joe, let me ask, if he was a card that could be played on any other style of ship, then I believe he has more value. Putting him uh, or, or pigeonholing him to an explorer versus an explorer, I find actually really devalues that that officer from a player beneficial stance or, or a player mechanical use stance. What are your thoughts on having him as an explorer only officer? Oh, I think he has an well. So here's my thought, right? He's PvP, which means that he has to be better than or on par with Strike Team. And the thing that Strike Team does more than any other crew is pump out so many more shots. And Card doesn't do that. And he could you could add another zero to his ability. He's still not gonna do that. So I don't know that that's actually going to be very relevant. Um, um, if they made him just Explorer, then he's completely irrelevant. But since he's since the, what's in the game looks like he's going to work on any ship versus Explorer, I, can I think the there's question. a potential that he could be okay. But still, he's not adding shots. And that's the thing we talked about over and over and over again. And there's not a percentage to additional damage you can put on an officer to compete with that. Oh, you can. So Ripper has some technological also, insight. It is, it, is, it is, I checked the config, it is just, the enemy has to be an explorer. Okay, so the, that is what we were presented with, Ripper. So the yeah. patch notes, shockingly, patch notes do, incorrect. they do contain a typo. He does not have to be on an explorer, which does support the use case that we were originally exploring with this officer. You would not, obviously, put him on battleship, right? You already have a triangle reinforcement there with strike team. But to put him on an interceptor, to spark your morale potentially, or even on an explorer, that doesn't that doesn't not make sense. But to have him uh, able, maybe even on the side card, maybe it's not the captain's maneuver, but maybe it could be the side card on an interceptor that could perhaps help flip the triangle a little bit. I am kind of curious as to the release of this officer if this doesn't start to reveal to us that there will continue to be adaptations to strike team therefore offering a little bit more variety a little bit more flavor in the way that strike teams are configured and maybe can potentially remove strike team as the ultimate meta bubba if he can be used on any ship as long as it's targeting an explorer does this officer actually contains some merit for some players if indeed maybe they do not have all of a particular strike team set so we've talked about in the past that the ideal explorer pvp crew is not the strike team crew and so picard filling in a role on that crew to trigger morale which triggers wayud which, you know, then whatever your third car is, there is a possibility that he's going to replace the morale-triggering officer that's currently in that crew. Maybe. But it's all going to depend on the percentages. The problem is, is that you cannot make an officer that is both balanced at all ops levels, not overpowered at the low ops levels, and not underpowered at the high ops levels. And so I think Ripper was saying that you can, and I, you, I don't believe that you can unless you change the way that you design 
officers to scale with ops level. Okay, okay. On that argument, I, on that argument, I agree with. Yes, you can. Okay. You're gonna do that because because you don't you can't control what rank they have at what ops level. Exactly. So the research that a lower unless, ops player is going to have, unless, adding to damage. So go ahead, Ripper. You can actually if you control the sourcing based on ops level for the shots sure, and sure, have a sure. fixed set of. But that would be like, please don't. Right. So if you are, say, in your 30s, and you only have 500% damage, in all of your research, you have 500% added to your damage, this officer could effectively double your output because it's adding another 500%. Well, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that's not relevant because it is. But when you're starting to talk about players that are in G4 and high G4 and beyond, where they have many, many thousands of percent added to damage, 500% is in the noise, and it's certainly not worth giving up the extra shot guarantee that Interceptor Strike Team gives you. I do. Yes. I think I agree with that, absolutely. And, and that was one thing that is both possibly promising and concerning related to how this officer scales, Bubba Joe, because at Tier 5, which many of us will likely not see for years. This does, this officer ability does appear to be pretty potent. 3,000% damage boost, I would imagine, Bubba, even for you, would be noticeable, you know? Oh my, but uh, how, how long is it going to be before we get to the ability to be able to enjoy a tier four or tier five. And if Ripper's correct, if this actually does present an early marking of some type of ops gating towards the acquisition of this officer, is it reasonable to assume then that whatever his sourcing path may eventually present to be, it's going to be something that is ops locked because you're right. 3000. Let's pretend for a moment that, he comes out in, in some ridiculous fashion and, and a free-to-play level 35 could have this guy maxed in, in six months. Well, 3,000% is more than any strike team could deliver for an Ops 35 player. So that does, like I say, both kind of motivate me. It, it kind of gives me hope as to what his ability can be at Tier 4, Tier 5. But at the same time, like, it's obviously going to take a very, very long time. There's no way that they could introduce that at earlier levels. Bubba, your thoughts on on that particular piece of how it scales? I mean, even for you, I would have to imagine that 3,000% is noticeable. It is, but it's not worth giving up extra shots, which is the, which is the criteria that they've thrown into. If you're going to PvP, you're going to need extra shots, and this is how we've granted them to you. So, no, at my level, 3,000% is not worth giving up extra shots. It just isn't. There would be a mathematical balance here at some point. I mean, technically, doubling shots, well, is a net yield, so it wouldn't be exactly a 200% to damage would it because we're referring to a base model and shots are getting the benefit of research so yeah i don't know man this one this one feels like it can be useful to some players and is not a one-size-fits-all which does lead me uh to circle back to my earlier comment about how strike teams could start to see some 
styles of variation out there, depending on your position within the game. It feels like this could be beneficial in some capacity to some players, especially depending on whether or not they have a complete set or maybe what the tiers of their existing strike team sets could be. I believe that this officer can provide utility benefit to some players, but I do not believe that this is an end-all, be-all, must-have card. Bubba, your executive summary on Admiral Picard. Yeah, I'm not overly upset about this card as a supplement to people that were not able to complete a, an aspect of the strike team, right? Because they're not losing anything. They're not giving anything up to add this officer in. And depending on your ops level, 500%, even at Tier 1, might make a difference depending on where you are with your research. So, yes, this officer might be very good for some players, might be okay for others, might be worthless for others going to depend on your own progression and where you are in the game. And on that particular note, I find it difficult to be fussy about that. I, I Ripper, you're on record as saying that meta officers, that one-size-fits-all officers, ultimately damage the future of this game. Ripper, your opinion on this officer, as Bubba just kind of explained, do you find it better like are you happier with this style of officer in that he's not game changing for 100% of the player base that this does in fact provide the possibility at some variation within strike team you have been on record very critical of strike team saying just delete it delete it well if we start to see variation or choice or different strategies within strike team does it become as bad for this game Hmm, probably not, but it's tough to say, I think. It is early, and obviously this is the first one that we've seen, but Bubba, it definitely lays out a potential path for them. I, I mean, they, they, they now have the capability, uh, I can think of, Bubba, of at least, at least five more officers that could be intertwined with existing strike team sets, potentially. I don't know that there's anything that you could really sub in for Battleship Strike Team, for example. But in the case of Explorer Strike Team, I can see this being viable for some people. Right. So for Explorer Strike Team is the one where it's really going to be an easy substitution because the Explorer Strike Team is so terrible, right, relative to the other strike teams. It's still better than the other options that you typically have outside of the extra shots that you get from Wayoon. But it's the one where there's not really a cohesive source of this is a guaranteed thing that you have to go run so i do think that it has the potential to fit into that slot but the problem with interceptor strike team and battleship already has the triangle so maybe it's not relevant there at all but the problem with the interceptor strike team is if you take one of those officers off you turn off the guaranteed hole breach which turns off all of your abilities that is not worth giving up it is never if you literally could add a zero to every level of that ability. It's never going to replace the ability of turning off all of your abilities at, as guaranteed. So that is just a non-starter. And if Scopely thought that was going to happen, then they are absolutely clueless. Well, time will tell. And obviously additional officers uh, added to the set will also kind of give us a little bit of insight into what Scopely plans with regards to the pvp meta let's move on to pve this month bubba joe marking the first example 
of something for everybody. There is a theme underlying this month, and I do look forward to exploring this with Echo and Beck, as we did for a few moments last night on our late-night Twitch stream. Bubba, I have sensed a clear shift this month in Scopely's focus. I'm going to lay down some breadcrumbs, and we're going to see if we can kind of pick up on it by the conclusion of this show. But transitioning from PvP over to PvE now, we see Rare Beverly. Taking a look at, at Beverly, who does not have a captain's maneuver, she has an officer ability and a below-deck ability, both of which I find intriguing. If you look at the officer ability to begin, this is a boost to critical damage against hostiles. Now, on the surface, I see this very clearly, that this officer was probably designed to, to really enhance your damage output and really, really enhance your abilities against this new freebooter hostile. All right. The new hostile that we've got in the game, as we have kind of teased Bubba Joe, just has hundreds of millions of hull. And I'm already seeing screenshots of mixed success. I'm seeing screenshots of some people, for example, using a Pike Barrow Chen and losing half their hull. I'm seeing screenshots of Strange New Worlds taking 10 and 15 and 20% of damage to hull, meaning that they are going to work, but maybe not quite as efficiently as they have in the past. These new hostiles have hundreds of millions of hull, which, as we accurately predicted, Bubba Joe, does make these Tau targets through and through. But for players who do not have Tau targets, as a matter of fact, I, I have a battle log already. Bubba, I've got a battle log of a G5 Uncommon going 42 rounds against a level, I think it was a 54 Freebooter, but I mean, he was obviously at least a 53 player. All right? So 40 plus rounds, meaning that it does indeed take time to chew through, uh, chew through the fat, which is what we've been talking about. Which, without even looking at the hostel, without even pulling up the information tab that we talked about in the last podcast, means that their DPR is insignificant, which means Tal is the only way to go. These are Tal targets through and through. But, as I've mentioned in my hint, Bubba Joe, not everybody has Tal. So what are we doing in the meantime? Well, Rare Beverly definitely seems to provide us a clue. Obviously, we have seen this with Axion. These, these are the same. That's why it's a Tau target. They're the same as Axion. Low DPR and massive, massive, massive hull to get through. What do you do in that case? You are looking for massive, massive damage output. All right? That's what you want is big-time damage. And obviously, we're seeing that Beverly is on the bridge going to provide that. I believe that you know, we kind of joked about the wedding of some officers. Um, Beverly is a made in heaven match with you. There's, there's, I mean, Beverly, Odo, and and Hugh are are a nice little family unit there. And and Odo being, you know, Odo being the the least vital to that pairing. But Hugh and Beverly. Absolutely massive combination potential there, Bubba Joe, but clearly leading us to the strategy of these new freebooter hostels, which is going to be massive damage output. Beverly increasing your critical damage output every single time she's hit by a percentage, and that percentage will 
stack up, Bubba Joe. It is a cumulative nature, increasing your damage output as time goes on. If we're already seeing standard crews going 40-plus rounds against these hostiles, then obviously what we want to do is end the battle quickly. We want to end it sooner, and that's going to be done with damage output. Beverly absolutely indicates that that is the design of these hostels anyway is to overwhelm them with firepower beverly's going to do that from a pve perspective and these freebooters have some interesting other abilities that we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show as far as what they can do inside the game but bubba just as a hostel itself it is going to uh be required for a small daily if i'm not mistaken ripper that daily other uh, two dailies one is going to be two hostels the other will be six. Is that holding true from our pre-arc meeting notes? Is anybody Does anybody have the new dailies yet? They may not even be in the game yet. I don't know. Remember, Bubba, the last time we actually added a daily to the game, it <laughs> funny enough, it didn't actually show up until the next day because arc launches usually occur within one set of dailies. Yeah, you know, funny. You know, funny, Bubba Joe, they... They haven't solved this bug yet. <laughs> they haven't done this one. So my guess is you're not going to actually see this freebooter daily until potentially tonight at, uh, at Event Reset. You know, there's someone on the stage who probably could answer that question definitively. Ah, you know, I'm in the vehicle and I did not see him enter in. Ladies and gentlemen, he is early and I give you the sultry sounds of Mr. President Echo. Welcome to the stage. We've missed you. Are you well? First and foremost, without anything else, the community knows that that you have needed to to step away. Are you okay? And would you like to say anything to those who have been keeping you in their thoughts and prayers? Yeah, um, thank you so much. I mean, it just speaks volumes to the community inside of Star Trek Fleet Command. Um, for anybody who is unaware, I mean, I'll just rip this bandaid off. Um, I took last week off because I had a friend pass away. So I took a little bit of time just to, you know, handle that. But between the community, the moderators, the content creators, um, Beck, obviously, you know, it seems like everything went very smoothly last week and i really really want to just say thank you to everybody and uh yeah i'm really really happy and glad to be back and listening to the conversation that you all were having here is really exciting so uh in the words of mulan let's get down to business all right let's get down to business so first i actually am seeing in the chat that scopely acknowledges that this particular uh, deployment, this particular piece of implementation, Echo, was actually uh, foreshadowed. The fact that the dailies will not cycle until tonight, right? Uh, with the with the cycle of the daily events. So the new freebooter uh, dailies will present tomorrow, but let's talk about what they are, Echo. There's going to be two, and the first one, the, the smaller one, is to kill only two of these freebooter hostels. So clearly you were expecting them to be a challenging target and they certainly appear that they could be pretty daunting. There are going to be crews that are more effective than others. Um, the large daily is six, six hostels. Um, so Bubba, we're taking a look at, at these freebooters and, and thinking from an additional loop, so to speak, from an additional hostel, 
Do we find as a community that six is quote unquote an extra grind? If we were going to add a hostel here, I'm kind of glad that it's not 30 or 40 a day, right? Like, I'm just kind of curious from the community standpoint. And there is another piece to this, Bubba, that we're going to talk about in a moment that comes in the new export research tree, which we haven't even scratched the surface on yet. But we'll get to that. But, Bubba, does adding six hostels a day, does that annoy you? Well, it depends, DJ. So it depends on how it scales and what hostels you are have to, have, to, have to hit. If I have to go hit six level one hostels and I can do it on one hole very quickly, then I don't care. If I have to hit six hostels and each one of them takes, let's just say, even an entire hole, then yeah, that's going to be annoying and that's going to be frustrating, especially if there's any sort of significant warp time to get there. So it's all going to depend on what hostels what level of hostels you have to hit, and what is the consequence of hitting those hostels. So it remains to be seen, in my opinion. Well, very good. Let's address a couple of those, uh, Mr. President. First, the location of these new systems. Very, very low independent space. From what I'm hearing uh, from some of the early chatter, we're talking a minute, minute and a half, two-minute warp time from territory, right? Very low, right. very accessible space, correct? Yes. Uh, I mean, this is space that's not supposed to be difficult to get to. Um, we're, the, the goal is not to, and hopefully the research showcases that well. Oh, no, we haven't touched it, so I'm not going to say it yet. But this is meant to help those 38-plus who have sort of begun to be done with some of the other previous loops so that they can focus on things moving forward into G4, G5. Interesting that you bring that up, and I definitely want to focus on that here in just a minute. Uh, let's let's address Bubba's two other points. As far as far as all, Bubba Joe, I believe that you will find that your traditional crews will be ample. However, there are tweaks, right? Um, there are tweaks. Either you're not going to use Tau, all right? If you have Tau, that's, that's obviously the crew to use. But if you don't have Tau, then I would suggest that high damage. Uh, a con build, uh, some a whole breach potentially high damage output. I think is gonna is gonna do this pretty pretty well. Uh, Zova says, "Bubba, I wouldn't stress too much. It's not difficult to kill these things, and that's what we're looking at." Echo the the dailies have not changed since our pre arc deployment meeting. We are still looking at two and six. Is that correct? I have not been told otherwise that it's supposed to be changing, so it should still be two and six. There you go. So six. Yeah, I can verify that daily. Sure. I appreciate that. Thank you, Mr. President. So inside these two dailies, we're going to see two uh, items. Uh, and and Mr. President, I, I will ask you. I know that you have also been out, so it's very possible that that you're operating with uh, limited information this morning, uh, as same as me. But inside these dailies, do you know exactly what we're going to find? I, I think I know, but I'd love to. I'd love to collaborate here. Uh, what I think we're going to find are two currencies. We're going to find reputation for the ex-Borg faction, and we're also going to find ex-Borg faction credits. Is that what you're expecting as well? That is what I'm expecting as well. But again, uh, I feel a little bad because I'm behind on the curve a little bit after being out last week, but I can I, I completely well. understand I completely understand, and, and then that puts us on a relatively even playing field, probably. I agree. I, that's what I expect. 
Bubba, this reputation obviously is going to be used to proceed through a brand new faction called the X-Borg, and that faction will determine unlock potential for researches contained within this brand new tree, which we're going to talk about here in just a moment. Don't, don't fret, people. There is a new research tree, and yes, it looks good. The X-Borg faction credits. The X-Borg faction mm. credits will be used very much like uh, the Bajoran store or the board store or any of these other types of faction stores in which you'll be able to go in and redeem those credits for bundles. There are a couple, at least, uh, bundles available, one including uh, some various ship blueprints, uh, faction credits, reputation, but also what, in my opinion, is what players should probably focus on out of these uh, out of these dailies, which is going to be Xborg research credits. Those research credits are then going to be used to come in and complete research inside the Xborg research tree. Now, just as a quick early aside, there will be solo leaderboards for this research, so please do not jump into it too crazy early. Although, if the dailies haven't launched, then you probably have no ability to obtain the credits, at least until packs go available for sale. Um, and the one early complaint that I might see with this, Mr. President, is time gating, right? There is absolutely no player controlled acquisition of these. I wanted to invest additional time. If I wanted to invest extra grind, that would not seem to be able to result for me any additional faction credits meaning that if i approach this without spending packs then i am 100 percent time gated by scopely on progression through this new tree um that does appear to be one of my earlier complaints on this is that there should be a way even if it's to grind like the daily drip is fine i'm not going to fuss about that but if I need or if I want or if I choose to do more, there should be something. Bubba, let's ask about where players would want to see that. Is it in a loot drop with a refine option for extra like we see with the Bajoran uh, Hostile Redemption? Is, should it be an away team assignment? Should it be, I, I don't know, what 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 is appropriate that's not overly invasive but allows players to progress at their own pace. Bubba, are you satisfied with a 100% daily drop time gate? It it looks like Bubba dropped off. Oh, all right. He had to go to work. Uh, um, if I may, uh, DJ, please. I actually got yeah. a little bit of information on those um, rewards. Please. So for the two hostile daily, it is rep and credits and for the six hostile one it is only credits Mm -hmm. okay so let me ask you you go go ahead go ahead please continue now i totally understand where you're coming from where some people might be very very excited about the export faction and want to spend a lot of time doing it and investing time into that um i think that you are from the research and the dailies are starting to sort of have a picture of what this faction is meant to do. And it's a lot of its purpose. And you players say all the time, and you've said yourself that if it's there, people will do it. 
And this, the idea wasn't to dramatically increase the amount of time people are spending in the Xborg when they have other things to do. And then it's, over time, it's meant to make it much easier to do a lot of your other goals. So I, this is just coming from me, and I can verify this. And this doesn't mean that things can't change over time. But I believe that it is very intentional that there's only X amount that commanders can do every single day. So, so what you're saying is that this was intended to be 100% time-gated so that players did not feel any pressure or obligation to actually grind more or spend more screen time. You are, in essence, protecting players from themselves? We're not trying to protect anyone from anybody, but we are very aware of the feedback. And the thing that we don't want the sentiment to be is like, oh, you're introducing another massive grind. So, again, that doesn't mean that we won't change things or there won't be op um, conversations about it. And this is just my my take on things because we've talked about that quite a few times. You know, you're right, and, and it is a double-edged sword. It's, it's hard for me to come on Absolutely. and be fussy about that because you, you are using, you know, community feedback. I just wonder if it was... 100% properly interpreted. However, I do absolutely see the validity of your argument, which is why I might suggest the utilization of, of other areas of the game that are massively underutilized. Yeah, and I, I don't think that's bad feedback at all e either, DJ. And, you know, but I think that still... we saw it with Bajoran and every, a lot of other features that we've come out with recently that the team is open to adjusting and we're all very, very excited about this and we're all waiting with bated breath to see what people think about it and what they're going to be asking for in terms of potential changes, if it's great, if it's terrible, ETC. Well, uh, can you guys still hear me? Sorry, somebody tried to beep in on my call. Um, you get, we you got me, you. Mr. President? Yes, okay. yes, the, the one thing that I might suggest, if, if we do want to limit screen time, which I think is very, very good, I, I applaud you for keeping that at the forefront of your minds when designing this feature, then let's look at another massively underutilized feature of this game that is extremely passive. And why don't we look at developing away team's assignments for additional credits? Could be an opportunity for you to rejuvenate some trade XP, uh, you know, look at and rejuvenate some, some trade uh, investment. Uh, there have been players who have said, uh, like Bubba Joe, for example, I've done all the assignments, I've done all the traits that I want to do, we could potentially look at something new, an assignment here that, that could kind of reinvigorate interest in that and remains a passive time investment into the game. Extra credits as time rolls on. Uh, just one for the feedback folder there, Mr. President. I, now, I mean, the, I think that's a great piece of feedback, personally. The, the, the research credits themselves, though, do contain a great deal of value. We're going to see eventually how much value Scopely puts on these when the packs launch. But uh, as far as mechanically what they do, Echo, we're going to take these uh, faction credits. We're going to go into a refinery option to get research credits and then be able to invest them in this new export research tree. Now, this to me actually has a really feel good kind of vibe to it, depending 
right? The time sourcing and your value and the monetization on this tree are going to have a huge impact on how this tree is received. But at first glance, the the tree is is full of researches that have typically been very much in demand by the player base all the way up through G5. So I applaud you finally coming up with something that the G5 players would or could potentially be interested in, which is cost efficiency, improved efficiencies for speed and time in the game and cost and, and material reduction, parts reduction, uh, loot gain. I mean, this is like the best of the best when it comes to research. Can you give us a little bit of insight into how this research tree was actually designed? Because it looks like it is very possibly, depending, again, on the monetization and depending on depending on the acquisition of these research credits, but could very easily become the best research tree in the game. Well, I'm never, ever going to say that I'm excited ever again, as I've said. But... <laughs> The we we've we we said in the roadmap update that was a few months ago, and we've been having a lot of talks about this. And I kept saying over the past few months that the amount of just size and the activities to do inside of Star Trek Fleet Command is feedback we've we're hearing loud and clear, and we are really really hoping that this faction is hitting on a lot of those pain points that players have been having as Star Trek Fleet Command has grown to the size that it is, and there's so there's just so much to do, right? And the idea about behind this faction is to not remove anything from Star Trek Fleet Command, because everybody is in their own place and ops and things that they want to do, and you want to make everything feel rewarding and valuable. But as you have engaged in these loops and done them, and really spent the time sort of tearing and experiencing everything that has we the team wanted to make certain things quicker and give player choice on what those things are right like we've been hearing quite a bit some people are just done and over grinding board probes right and now For there sure. yeah. and now there is something that you can choose over time to dramatically increase that efficiency so let's let's touch on something that we haven't specifically named just yet the research tree looks great it, it does have a lot of efficiency built in for cost speed time loot all the things but one of the hints that i provided over the last week mr president um you know what let, can i read it to you let me read you this hint oh when did and, it go live then, i missed all the hints dj I know you did. This hint went live on March 5th. All right. So only a couple of days ago, I, I, I held my best for last. All right. Echo, I'm going to read you this hint and I'm going to see if you can. Somebody's feeding back. Who is it? Echo, it's you. Oh, it's me. I'm so sorry. I'm uh, yeah, actually right. in San Francisco in a hotel room right now. Uh, gotcha. Let me read you this hint and let me see if I accurately stroked your ego. Uh, strong enough. Once upon a time, Echo and DJ shared their minds. An idea was born that day that may present in some way. 
it's definitely early, a baby step at first, but for time of gameplay, it does not appear worse. But with it comes a brand new red, and with some other hostels, it will wed. Depends on your desired application, I suppose. Hence, the discussion today has arose, which was for the podcast that day. What is your goal? What do you want? A new path will present to save time is what Scopely will flaunt. You like that, Echo? That's good, right? It's like a nursery rhyme. It's pretty good. It could could put you to sleep. All right. Now, this hint pointed at early steps towards an idea that that you created one day on our show, which is mastery. Tell us how the new export faction, in your opinion, begins to step towards a mastery model. Well, I, I talked about it just a little bit um, before you said your amazing hint. And I need a recording of that on repeat so that I can play it while I'm going to sleep. Um, <laughs> providing value and increasing speed based on how much engagement you've done. Now, I'm, I'm, I, I don't, I'm hesitant to ever say mastery ever again, DJ, but people who have really dedicated time to fully understanding a core part of Star Trek Fleet Command and are starting to move on to other parts of Star Trek Fleet Command, they, everybody is now getting... 38 plus, sorry, I can't say everyone. But the people who have like done that and progressed are now getting something to sort of streamline all of the various activities because once you're getting to round 38, it th- you get a lot to do, DJ. I think that you can attest to that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the, the team has been working on this for quite some time. I mean, we've been talking about it for months, and, man, it was so hard not just to say, like, DJ, wait till X time, right? Um, but we, we, well, we've heard the feedback loud and clear on this DJ, and we're hoping that this is something, and again, this it's first initial impressions, but what do you think DJ Ripper, the crew, everyone in chat about this? You know, Ripper, I want to ask you specifically about your thoughts on one new research that is brand spanking new, which is called faction sweep. Ripper, will you explain to the people what that is and what your thoughts are on the introduction of this new, quote-unquote, mastery model? Well, that sweep thing will uh, count the new freebooter freebooter hostiles towards your faction daily. So you mean by, by me killing a freebooter, it will count as a faction hostile for my dailies. Yes, at 10 points each. Whoa, 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 whoa. 10 points each. Well, my faction daily is only 25 points, Ripper. What are you saying? So you have to only kill three of them. Instead three of freebooters will satisfy any and all faction hostile dailies. Yep. And that's actually quite nice because that's something that I've been asking for like how long have I been asking for to consol- start consolidating things and making things like fold them together in some way oh, I think yes. I think two years or something like that I don't know yeah, it's been a while a lot. yeah it's, it's, it's been, a, been minute. a while 
So one can I, imagine I'm, that I'm actually quite happy that this is actually now starting to be a thing. Um, yeah. I don't know how to feel about the Hopefully this will be expanded in the future right and not be left to die. Echo, this is a good feeling. Like, this is what you want on Arc Launch Day, okay? I'm just throwing it out there. This is what you want. Now, Silverhawk, you say, but what about the rep? Well, you're not going to get rep from the hostels. You'll still get them from the dailies, all right? But no rep from the hostels. And my focus over the last 10 days on how you can electively grind rep more efficiently because you may not get it now. I mean, you'll get it through the daily, like the daily drop of your rep, but not coming from the hostels. So what is a better way for you, you to increase options. your efficiency? Yeah, you do, you do have options. You've got a time-saving option to... To if you want to go grind rep, you know, for an hour, you can. But if you also want to do it in three hostels, you can. Yeah. All right. It, um, it, it and you know what? Somebody says ten to. It means if it's ten minutes to have dailies reset, I can quickly go kill four or five of these hostiles. I'm going to finish my dailies, then I'm done, and then I can go back and kill these faction hostiles and get the broken parts and the rep if I want to later on. But at least I can get my dailies done quick, easy, done. That's it. And not only that, but we I, I failed to mention the below deck ability for Beverly. We moved off of Beverly. But the below deck ability is actually that, to improve the efficiency at gaining those broken parts so that you can hit fewer to get what you need for your daily refine or build up bigger stocks. Her below deck ability uh, will be percentage loot gain for broken parts. So that's specifically to counteract this particular effect. Now, Ripper, let's go back to Faction Sweep. Is it only FKR hostels? Or is there another research or another mechanic hidden inside the export faction tree for quote-unquote mastery? Yes, for Swarm. Swarm. So the same thing for Swarm. And they also tell us 10 points each. 10 points each. Which, using a Frank A, already counts for three, so you're saying this could end up being 300% faster. What's the biggest Swarm mm. Daily, guys? The biggest Swarm I'm Daily sure, is I'm not sure they would stack. Right? I'm not certain they would stack. No, no, no. I'm not, no, they, they probably wouldn't. I'm saying, like, Franklin A right now gives you a 3x multiplier. You need yeah. 65 points, but you only have to kill, uh, what is that, 22, 22 hostels. Yes. But that's still yeah. 22 hostels. Ripper, how many hostels of the new freebooter will it take to satisfy all five swarm dailies? Well, since you need 65 points, you would need seven. Now, now, call me crazy. Seven freebooter hostels in all is going to satisfy, let's count them, people. Seven freebooter hostels a day satisfies five swarm dailies. Two export dailies, either two, four, or six faction dailies, depending on what you're grinding. I, am I hearing this right? You're yeah. crazy. Echo, what the heck, man? Surely you guys couldn't have intended this quality of life update for players <laughs> inside your game. I'm full of positive energy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Guys, this... You have, to, you have to put more energy behind it. I'm so full of positive energy. 
Okay. Listen, I'm still feeling like I'm in a twilight zone right now of not yeah. getting yelled at during talking cars. So I'm just enjoying the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't seen the packs for the research tree yet, so maybe it still could happen. Oh, okay, uh, good. But, thank, thank goodness. But, yeah, but no, listen, the some of the early research that you guys are going to be looking at for 38 plus. Now, that might be a key takeaway. Mastery, as you originally pitched, Echo, was always intended to be for players who have, quote unquote, mastered the skills, who have been at it a long time, who have spent, spent time. the time, the blood, sweat, and tears they of fully of understand everything about. there is to understand about whatever activity they're doing. So, daggone it. Ripper, we're leaving the 37 and down out of yet another arc, aren't we? Well, you know. Or, or, or what we talked about and kind of teased on last night's late night Twitch with Madam Vice Plansident. A, oh, is that a new thing? Time, what, Madam Vice Plans- Plansident? Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of taken off. It's kind of taken off. Let's let's talk about one of her initiatives, Mr. President. Your vice president has her own agenda. She's been working within the halls of Scopely HQ to represent the player position that has been absent. Let's be honest. 35 and down feel very unloved over these last six months. Yeah, it's been a pretty consistent point of feedback. But this month, for probably the first time ever, I actually see evidence of an arc within the arc. You know, you and I have been talking about this since last summer, about how to use the monthly arc, how to use the battle pass for catching players up and speeding up earlier progression through events, rewards, et cetera, et cetera. Not even taking into account the mess hall, which we'll talk about in a moment. But let's talk about what you guys have done as far as, quote unquote, rewards within, say, I don't know, the free track of the battle pass. Mr. President, are you well versed on what's coming in the free track of the battle pass? Am I allowed to be completely honest and say no on this one, DJ? That's fair. Let me fill you in. What if I told you? What if I told you, Mr. President? that the free track of the Battle Pass had a record-setting number of epic officer shards from various older officers, such as Picard, such as Lorca, such as Harry Mudd. I would say that is very interesting. Very interesting, DJ. Further, we're going to see events this month that are focused on almost kind of an anthology type of story that we're going to see events this month pay out officer shards from lower decks, discovery, next generation and outlaw all presenting this month with rewards for players looking for a boost or a shot in the arm when it comes to officer acquisition, right? Yeah. These so, are all things I've been I've been hearing about. So 
And, and no, Devon, I'm not, you know, here, here's why I'm pleased about it. First of all, I, it sounds like I've got more documentation than, than Mr. President does at this particular moment. And that's okay. I understand that given his time in the office. I'm not, you know, maybe I am promoting it, Mr. President. Maybe I actually feel good because this is feedback that's been given time and time and time again by me that players younger in this game need a fast track opportunity. They need uh, rewards within the arc that help bring them up to speed, that help bring them to the new content faster than what we had to deal with the new content. If it sounds like I'm being too positive community, then let me know. And if you're a 45 or a, a G5 player, I don't expect you to be happy about there being mud shards in the battle pass. But you know what? That ops 25 out there, he's probably happy about it. That ops 30 is probably pretty happy about Lorca shards. Just this morning, Aaron, shout out to my very cranky friend, Medic who specifically was fussing about Lorca. Lorca will see a little bit of an injection of sourcing this month. Not crazy, not great, but hey, shards are shards, are they not? Well, that'll be good. So this is just something that I've been saying for a few months now because you've said it yourself, DJ, the, the, the time for talk is over, right? We've been saying a lot of things for a while, and I'm really glad that I get to speak with, you know, all of you here this morning and be able to talk with the community because I'm really hoping, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, that a lot of the actions in this one, in this update, are sort of backing up things that we've been saying for a while, and we don't have to say it this time. Well, to me, the evidence is clear that feedback has been responded to and that initiatives from your vice president have actually been actioned upon. Uh, I've even heard a little bit more rumbling for the future. And I can't give details on it because it's still very much in the planning process and things are going on. But I, I, Madam Vice President is doing good work. That's all I can say. Well, we recognized exactly. that last night. I, I, I gave that hint last night that, that her footprint is very evident on this arc. I mean, there's no doubt about it from, from our perspective as players. And, and for those who may feel, listen, let me be blunt. For those of you who feel like officer acquisition is not an exciting piece for you this month, then guess what? It wasn't built for you. This is, again, what I mentioned in the video, the first time I've ever seen an arc within the arc where you've got content paths that will actually satisfy two totally different generational segments in this game. If you don't care about officer shards, if you don't care about mud, guess what? Wasn't for you. Chances are, if you don't care about mud, you're probably 38 plus. And truthfully, right? I mean, is that unfair, Ripper? If you have mud maxed, you're probably not under Ops 38. Probably. Okay? So, then you turn I'm, your focus. I'm 43. I'm 43 and don't have mud maxed yet. So, Well, 
then you get to double dip, Aaron. <laughs> you get to double dip because not only do you have uh, a few events this month that are going to look back and, and provide some additional sourcing for some of these older officers, but you're also going to see the benefits of the cost efficiency and the improvements of time spent throughout the Exborg faction, which is going to be 38 plus. So I do see evidence, Mr. President, of months worth of feedback. My, my joking, my poke you in the ribs with a stick comment would be, what took so long? However, I am satisfied with the product we see this month, and I hope to continue to see more revelations like this with regards to quality of life and focusing on different generations within the game. Let's talk about one last feature before we get ready to wrap up. One last feature that does indeed satisfy or touch everybody in the game with yet again another new mechanic, Mr. President. Let's talk about the mess hall. All right. Now, the mess hall at its core is simple. It's another building. It provides officer statistic bonuses. It provides research speed bonuses. And it uh, provides tritanium cost efficiency for ship components as you level up this building. I'm sure nobody wants that. Well... There, they are not probably overwhelming game breaking improvements, but they certainly are going to again go with the theme of this month and go with the theme of the export faction, which is to increase speed and increase cost efficiency. So, those things are going to be well received, but it also as per normal requires a special building part called replicator rations that also, Mr. President, are time gated. Yes. Poke, 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 poke. All right. Also time gated. Um, and of course, I'm going to could stay be accelerated forever, DJ, on <laughs> if, if it's there, people will do it. And you know, it's true. I do know that that is true. Uh, that being said, you will be provided with a daily chest, a daily drop of replicator rations in which that will be used to upgrade your building. This is not a foreign concept. We've got it with the Exocom factory. We've got it with the uh, sub. Uh, What's the one for the Nadion particles? Um, you've got it with a couple of buildings Armory? where you, the armory, that's right. You've got it with a couple of buildings where literally just the daily drop is the only place to get it. Time will get you there. Okay. That being said, there is a different style of prerequisite this month. Ripper, I would like for you to explain to the community, to the listening audience, what is the fleet officer level can you explain what this oh, new crew level on my site that's unfortunate oh well um that's okay i i okay we'll call it crew level whatever. what is crew level what what is um, it it's the sum of all the levels of all of your officers that is really it so you're saying that not on a ship not under deck not in any type of use, not what we've got in ATA, yeah, but any, any officer, officer you own, any officer you own, you have unlocked and you have, you have unlocked their level will be just smooshed together. And that the number comes out of that. And that okay, is the requirement me, for the building to upgrade. So, so wait, let me ask you a question. Just mechanically speaking, if I've got a tier five officer, but mm -hmm. I've never spent a drop of XP on it, let's say he's level one, what um, contribution to my crew level am I going to get? One. Ooh, 
Just one. Yep, just one. I had mentioned in the video, because it was presented to us, Ripper, and of course you can see more technical data, are we seeing weights for rarities of officer? I have not seen any. From so what I can tell, officer. there are no weights. This is just just the level, no matter what officer it is. Interesting. Okay, so that has deviated slightly from our pre-arc uh, development meeting. Uh, However, maybe, that's actually maybe a good that, thing. I, that's from what I've, I've seen, but I have not looked too much into it. I just know the number. Okay, well, I we will, will, will dive into that. I will update when I know more. Or don't. Yeah, well, or uh, we else. will dive into that. Uh, we will explore that, but definitely, I mean, listen, let's pretend for a second that it was equal for a common even as compared to an epic, what does that actually do for the value of your officer XP? Well, that means you're going to get more levels in your crew level with common officers than you would epic, which does seem counterintuitive, so we will have to confirm that. But that means you have more power to influence your crew level with lower tier officers or lower uh, rarity officers than you would with higher like rare and epic that being said it is for all intents and purposes a summation of the expertise or the level of your entire crew set now ripper this number is important it is a new statistic added into the game but the reason that this number is important is because it is a quote-unquote prerequisite for this new building is that correct it is yes um, the question is, how much does that matter with the replicator rations being being blocked? Because so to max the building, you mean you would need a crew level of sixty eight fifty, six thousand eight hundred and fifty. Yes, to max the building. Now, interesting. Let's talk about maxing the building because there is a new mechanic here. This new mechanic has never existed in the game, in which you can now have a building well, that can exceed your ops. Any building can, technically, but most buildings have that it's set up in a way that it eventually leads to a requirement of having an ops. But if you set up a new thing that doesn't have an ops as a requirement, then it doesn't need it. They're all independent. So you're saying that as an ops 20 or even an ops 15, where this there, feature is like unlocked. The one, there's the one time where you can upgrade the refinery to 20 at ops 19, right? That's one where they missed. A requirement chain for ops, okay. by the way. That, that's true. I think it actually happens again somewhere in G4, does it not? I think, I th I th some, I think somewhere, it somewhere it happens again, but that's just, or someone missed a thing to set up correctly. But yeah. This one is, has not been missed. Like, I can be ops 15 where this building unlocks and actually be an ops 15, but if I'm super heavily invested into my officers, I could have this building at level 20, for example, correct? Yeah. Where Provided does this you get building replicate directions? Yes. Sure. Where does this building actually max out? 99. <laughs> Level 99, first building in the game, everybody. Where you could literally, actually, feasibly within the game. Yo, what's up, G5? Challenge issued. All right. Yo, Bubba. Scope is thrown down the gauntlet. Who will be the first? To a level 99 building. <laughs> oh, I'm evil. But yes, no, it's possible. 99 levels. 
of this building are possible. And the only prerequisite are the levels of your officers. For some VIPs who claim that they have all their officers done, I would be very, very curious to see what their crew level actually is, Ripper. Trader, um, you know, we were kind of teasing and joking about this just a couple of hours ago. I asked Trader, can you spend officer XP at all? She said no. She said no, that she could not. So I'd be curious to know what her crew level actually is. Interesting, isn't it? And as Shinjo points out, this is this is future proofed. Can Maybe. you build level 99 of this building today? Does not appear that you can. This thing has been built to scale with future releases of officers. And got to be honest with you, Shinjo, I am not unhappy with that. So many times in the game, we have released content that is relevant for that moment in time, and it quickly becomes stale. It quickly gets old and does not scale with the time. This particular building, although, come on, let's not pretend that the time gating of the replicator rations is not going to be a thing here, okay? Nobody is looking at level 85 of this building this month, I promise. That being said, this Actually, thing will way, remain relevant for months to come. If, if there's no weights and the number is correct, 5750 would get you to level 88. Level 88. And I'm here to tell you, ain't nobody getting to level 88 this month. Okay? Nobody's doing it. It's not a thing. It will be far too cost prohibitive to do that. That being said, this content, Ripper, we've talked about this privately and in developer meetings. Scale for the future. Make something that actually can last and not be old within six months. This is actually, in my opinion, this is intelligent future-proofing of your game. And I'm pleased to see it. Crazy Echo. What is happening today? What is happening? What is even happening? I don't. I, I feel I'm, warm and fuzzy. I'm full and of I got tingly things on my skin, and I don't like it. Yeah, I, I can't believe you just posed that challenge that nobody's getting there this month, DJ. I know. Look what Air writes in the chat. Whales have already said challenge I'm, accepted. DJ. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Got to be. Uh, we'll we'll, see. we'll gonna see. do it. Depend depends on how much how much money that costs. I guess. Um, yeah. I guess it the, does. Like the, like the, because the bonus is like, does that actually matter to most of them? I don't know. Um, I don't know the tritanium the tritanium for ships. I I can tell you, I know Trader would be pleased to to see that one. Bubba would be pleased to see that one. Yeah, they talk but, about tritanium. But, so I would assume you have to spend like many many thousands. Oh, obviously, to get, there to get a one hundred seventy two percent cost efficiency <laughs> bonus for tritanium. I don't think that's worth it. You might as well just buy the tritanium instead. Agreed. And that's my point. Nobody is going to be level 88 on this building. All right. Uh, honestly, nobody's going to be there. Nobody's going to do it. All right. Uh, but he, he, not he, that tell you what, I'm more excited about this month than I've been since November. So, Oh, that's big community. I'm not Hear excited, that. but I'm more willing to play more and spend more time in the game again since November with this. Update. Now, Joker, interesting comment. Interesting comment. Joker says, DJ is misreading the officers in the battle pass and events. They're not to help lower levels. They're to feed the mess hall. Are they not one and the same, buddy? 
I mean, really. You can look at it from one angle if you want, but they are actually one and the same. Okay? Lower-level players who may not have Lorca even unlocked could potentially do it this month. I know you're saying there's only two shards in a battle pass. That's not the only place you're going to see Lorca this month. Okay? Just, you know, put a pin in it. It's not the only place you're going to see Picard this month. You know, hey, sticky note time. Remember I said this. It's not the only time you're going to see Harry Mudd this month. You can twist this around from whatever perspective you want. And yeah, obviously it will benefit all players. I, I just said the mess hall is actually something that that will provide some benefit to all. Ripper, are the G5 going to be as excited about the mess hall as they are about the export research tree? Probably not. No, I would imagine that the export research tree is the content for higher level players this month. I claimed that Bubba Joe would love this research tree again, depending on implementation, but would love it because he loves fleet commander Spock. And that is all about efficiency. So, you know, I do think that Scopely for the first time in a long time did actually find something of relevance for all players and that pleases me for the first time in almost six months as ripper said um guys yeah. that is legacy part one mr president there was a question that i believe that i had i think you've answered most of them um and you know what actually ripper has answered the rest of them Golly, this arc... Wait, no questions? Well, you know, I mentioned this during the video, Echo. I'm going to present this final thought that this feels like a relatively simple deployment. Obviously, things can still go wrong. We're seeing a few technical issues with logging into the game, which we'll follow up with after airtime. But this, from, an, uh, from a feature standpoint, Mr. President, does feel simple, yet gratifying. Now, if only Scopely could use this time this month, especially on the engineering side, if Scopely could use this time to really go back in and focus on some other problems, some other technical and engineering problems within this game, or, or you know, really, really, really like double, triple, quadruple check their upcoming content to make sure that it rolls out smoother, even if it seems to be more complicated. This is the arc that actually feels welcome for the first time in so many months because it's simple yet rewarding, smooth and gratifying. And maybe Scopely would be wise to capitalize on this time to really go back and perform some much needed structural improvements over other areas of the game. What will you guys be working on over the next 30 days, Echo. Oh, we're going to be working on Redacted. Thank you for that clear and detailed answer. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I am going to bid you farewell for this morning. Special thanks to our studio audio engineer today, Stephen Zarin, and for our guests on the stage today, Ripper and Bubba, and of course, our special uh, VIP and presidential guest, 
Mr. President Echo. Thank you to all of those working behind the scenes, including Madam Vice Plancinet Beck, who has been in touch with me this morning, as well as various members of the development team. Thank you guys so very, very much for actually putting on what might actually feel like a relatively smooth launch with what looks to be, at least at first glance, a promising arc for all ops levels in this game for the first time in so many months. Um, my name is Ultimate DJs, inviting you to share this podcast with your team. Steven Zarin will get the audio up for us as soon as humanly possible. I appreciate you guys checking us out and do look forward to providing more content for you coming up throughout the week, including an event guide video, more demonstrations on Twitch, and what we can uh, dive into with regards to these new, uh, new freebooter hostels and how you're going to be able to take those things down most effectively. Now knowing, Ripper, that you really only need seven per day to eliminate 47 other hostels. Seems like a fair trade to me. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thank you for listening to Talking in Cars with DJs, a subset of the Talking Trek podcast. And uh, we appreciate you guys all being here. Talking Trek is a, re, uh, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. Um, I am your friendly neighborhood cat board. Feline of nine saying meow for now. Love you, mean it. We will catch you on the next one. You guys have a good one. Black.